Say hello to the bad guy. The good guy coming last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. All right, we're back. We're back. Back in the saddle again. One and a half lines. Back one and a half? Well, I did like a half a line and then you did the rest of the line. Well, stop doing one line because then I can't get in on it. All I need is one line, one line. Two lines. Mm-hmm. One for me, one for you. All right, let's figure out the rest of this part two of old Caden Powers. <laughs> I'm over here doing numbers and I'm all confused. <laughs> so when we left off, Catherine Powers had went from overachieving student to stooly criminal. And- <laughs> She's in a decent gang. She's just the worst member of a gang. It's like being the worst player on the Patriots during the Super Bowl run, or you know. Well, I mean, really, we're not getting a whole lot of background on it. She could be the mastermind. She could be the lady in the chair, and her chair was shotgun in a getaway car. <laughs> right. I figured out all the details. I don't got to do all the crime in too. Yeah. I mean, she's like, you know what? All I'm gonna do is puke everywhere. I'm the smart lady, valedictorian. I'm making the plans. Wait, what was that we just watched where it, was, it had a planner? So the what, wedding planner? No, the Dungeons and Dragons Dungeons movie. He said, like, well, what, a, what do you do if the plans don't work? Oh, I think I do plans. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch it yet? Spoiler alert. He's a planner. Yeah. <laughs> he makes plans that fail. Mm-hmm. Hey, I stand by it. You need a good planner. That's what yeah. you need. Some, somebody has to do it or else you're just running around doing things. And that never works. Yeah. logistics well, you need it speaking of not having logistics or a plan or knowing how to do this they hit this robbery and they split up the money but then there's a lot of freaking out because they're like fuck why'd you kill this cop we're gonna get caught maybe we should all split up and uh they all kind of decide to lay low in different directions but within 24 hours Somewhere on the street, they get the name Robert Valerie, and he gets caught pretty soon afterwards. And he immediately rats everybody out and gives them everybody's name and the whole story. What and tells the them everything. fuck? Of course he does. Good Look. old Valerie. That's what I've seen came... him. He looked like a snitch the second you showed us those <laughs> photos. Hey, that motherfucker looks like he's going to tell. Yeah. This is when you insert that clip from The Dark Knight when the Joker's like, and I know what did he call them? It wasn't snitches. Was like, I don't I know. The you're talking about. Oh, talkers. He was. I know a talker when I see one. Mm-hmm. In that guy. <laughs> so Robert Valley was caught right away. He told, gave him everybody's name. He ended up doing five years before getting released on parole. Wait, he was on parole when he did it. Yeah. Now he's back on parole after five years. Yeah. Now he's. These people don't learn. Well, I mean, if you're a fucking dirty criminal, right? Go to prison, get on parole, <laughs> do a crime. You don't really know these people. Snitch them out. Do do your couple years. Come back out on parole. Do it again. Idiots. Um, revolving door. You just keep on going round and round in the system. I've seen it a thousand times. <laughs> Five days after the robbery, Stanley Bond was arrested. Did he postpone? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, before he could go to trial, 
he blew himself up in his prison cell with an explosive device he was making to help him to help escape. Oh my god! Wow. So he did. So he that tends to happen when you blow yourself up. <laughs> Which uh, I will will say the fact he went to prison and you started the sentence with so yeah. he blew. I was so glad you finished the rest of that sentence <laughs> the way you did. He was the youngest one, right? He looked like it anyway. Uh, he looked like it. I don't think he was. I didn't look too into everybody else's ages. I know. I think Catherine was the youngest one. Because even her roommate was a year older than her. I'm just a baby. The day after. What she sounded like. Mm -hmm. The day after Stanley Bond was arrested. So six days later, uh, William Gilliday was arrested after a high speed chase. He was still just running. (laughs) (laughs) He was Forrest Gump. Yeah, he was still—he was just clicking the trigger. He did run out of bullets, but he was still just—he was given two life sentences for the murder of Boston Officer Walter Schroeder. When yeah. they asked why he shot him, he said, uh, "I kind of always just wanted to know what it was like to shoot a cop." What the fuck? I think that was him trying to sound cool when really he just was shooting stupid. I really yeah. want to know what it was like to shoot a cop. He probably didn't even realize they were cops. He was just out there. Like, okay, then what were you shooting at before the cops got there then, buddy? He, he sounded like Vin Diesel. Yeah. Well, that sounds like something Vin Diesel would say. This just wanted fa- to... Family. I don't feel under arrest. Well, now, well, all these hardened gangsters, they all got arrested within six days, and they all either blew themselves up or snitched or fucking got, you know, convicted or whatever. Susan Sachs and Catherine Nobody knew how to just go to prison like a man and just do your time and just, they all just um, kill myself or snitch. That's crazy. (laughs) Well, and I'm not saying I would like to go to jail and that's just why I typically don't do bank robberies and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if you're getting into that life, you gotta know that that's what you're getting into, right? Well, some people aren't as smart as you. No, that seems like a very simple solution to a very simple problem. It turns out, don't do the crime. You don't do the time. Rhymes <laughs> work both ways. <laughs> or don't get caught. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Better two... calm down. <laughs> you out here getting wild, Lorraine. <laughs> the two super smart girls that weren't criminals originally. The lesbians. Ooh, they don't get caught. They don't get caught. They ran yeah. the fuck away. Oh, shit. There you go, Lorraine. Shout out for my brawless sister. <laughs> my brawless sister. Take your bra off. Swing it around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so they went on the road together uh, on the run. For the most part, for a long time, they got by not telling their real story, but just uh, hiding out in women's communes. Right. So they, they went back to their college years. <laughs> Well, I mean, she did go to all girls high school, right? That's what she knows when to go to, like, just go. And look, those women's communes and shit, that's what the thing is, you know, like, they don't know who you're running from and they'll just protect you, you know, like, they probably just Um, think they're running from, like, an abusive fucking husband husband or some shit, you know what I mean? The cops are trying to abuse us and lock us up. What'd you do? They don't let us leave. They just Uh. always tell us to get down all the time. (laughs) We want to stand up. In November of 1970, Power and Sachs became the 16th and 17th people on the FBI's most wanted fugitives list. No way. 
I should. I thought you were going to say started a new law firm. Powers of sex. It sounds like, oh, there's a 16th and 17th, but it's like the top 10 list, but it's a rotating list because people drop off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they blow themselves up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do stupid shit like that. I like to think one day, like, they got real excited, like, Kate's just sitting in the hotel room or at the commune, and, like, Susan just comes busting in with the paper. Guess what? Guess what? Number 12 just got assassinated. <laughs> we moved up! <laughs> They're just looking at the list, and, like, it's the Billboard 500. They probably didn't change, like, their hair and everything. And, like, back then? Yeah. And, like, disappear a little bit longer well yeah they're hippie chicks they were probably dyeing their hair all crazy shit i don't think hippies do that i don't know you were hippie yep in a bank robber oh you snitched yourself <laughs> congratulations you played yourself they spent a lot of time together in uh connecticut yeah power went under the assumed name may kelly so she was May Kelly from Connecticut for a long time, her and her friend Susan Sachs. I, for, I forgot to write down Susan's name and shit, but they they hung out together for years. That's awesome. So she turned herself into a limerick? <laughs> <laughs> Going back to her Irish roots. I like it. Susan became Lorraine McLean. <laughs> Man, sh- Quiet. As a representative from Powers and Sacks, I must tell you, stop incriminating <laughs> yourself. Nobody so listens the, to this podcast. Okay. So there's a, that hurts us all, <laughs> Lorraine. You you have gone bad. I don't like you. There's a lot of stories like on the road, like some of the stuff they would do is they would work under the table anytime they could, obviously, but they would pick up jobs and they would they'd actually set roots down for a place. And when they were there, they would just rotate jobs every four months because they figured out when you get a new job, it would take them four months to realize that you it's not a real social security number. Oh, catch me if you can, motherfucker. I wonder how many jobs they went through before they figured out. They're like, I got fired again. What happens? They found the social security number. Like, you know <laughs> what? It seems like you've been working there about four months. <laughs> just, like they did a little trial and error. One of them was a little more on top of their shit. They found out in three months. They're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> but eventually the two of them drifted apart at the road what? at some point. Uh, I don't know when or how, but I know. I'm oh, so sad. I really thought those kids were going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a tale as old as time, right? You know, <laughs> seen it a thousand times. <laughs> the last time. Cameron... All right, I like you again. <laughs> So the last time Catherine Powers was seen was in a bank in Louisville, Kentucky in 1974. Not, not ever. For the, for the purposes of this story, the last time she's seen is 1974. They get some footage of her at a bank in Louisville. She was setting up a uh, an account under a fake name. It ends up not working. Not a real social security number. So they eventually catch her. But she's gone. But they do have this you know footage of her on a, a camera or whatever. Turns out they, banks don't follow the same four-month rule. They, they <laughs> tend to get on that shit a little quicker. <laughs> I like that season since you said it was like the last footage of her. Like, you think of it's like this Bruder film, like it's Bigfoot, like the last footage, like she's just walking <laughs> through the lobby. <laughs> yeah. Susan Sachs was caught walking down the street in Philadelphia in 1975. 
Like, why didn't she they leave, just walk like, that area? Like, hey, oh, you're sex, right? She should have went to California. Yeah, she could have met Polly Shore. <laughs> but she, uh, she only ended up getting five years in prison. She went to prison and then uh, just behaved and got good time. After five years, they let her out. Well, I mean, it does work out with the fact that, like, all right, you guys did those bank robbers, but you haven't done anything set. Right. Like, if you would have been caught, we would have probably already let you out on parole, right. and you wouldn't have fucked up in this amount of time. So it's kind of like when you go to see the judge, and you're like, yeah, I already went and got a job. I already got my license back. And they're like, all right. And that looks good. They're like, yeah, I've been having a job. I haven't robbed anything. So like, ah, you get out of here, you scam. <laughs> sound experienced so yeah i haven't been robbing banks lately lorraine how about you i have and it's been going great stitching on (laughs) yourself god damn it fifth amendment don't incriminate yourself well i've been drinking so oh okay that's cool spill all the beans (laughs) so Catherine Catherine powers didn't get caught because she eventually figured out like okay it's a social security number it's this you know the same old stuff i can't never live i can't really ever settle down because i'm not a real person and that catches up to you and uh that was the saddest sentence i've ever heard i can't ever get close to anyone i'm not a real person person. god is this pinocchio story all of a sudden (laughs) i gotta stop robbing banks so i can be a real boy (laughs) So she says she saves up her money and uses her fucking revolutionary connections. And in 1977, she was able to assume the alias Alice Louise Messinger. It's the name from a birth certificate of an infant that died the year before her, before she was born. So it was just a baby. Yeah, where'd she get this baby information? She bought it. So she, oh, yeah, with oh. her revolutionary. Yeah, she bought a fake fucking. So she, she's on the run and she's like, I need something. And she bought her a, a legit fake ID that came with Dang. a birth certificate, no death certificate. And she walked out of there singing jail because I'm real. <laughs> <laughs> In 1979, she moved to Oregon and she gave birth to a son, Jamie. But like nobody knows who the dad is. Does she know who the dad is? Yeah, she does. (laughs) I was going to make the joke like, well, she was there, but no, there's plenty of women that got to like seek out Maury to find out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. All I know is. Oh, did she wind up on a Maury episode? Because that would be great. So eventually she was just gone so long that police, the FBI, everybody, they followed up all the tips that they could. Eventually, they removed her from the most epi- the most fugitive wanted oh. fugitive list and shit. They're just like, I like, don't know. We're not even really. In 1984. So in 1984, they're like, I don't know. Just that's we, cool. got, we got bigger, more important people. We got They were like, to. well, she wasn't really there. She wasn't at the bank. She didn't even drive the car that they jumped in. Let's let's just get her off this list. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> that's, that's awesome. It was just like dead on your credit report. They're like, I don't know. It's been seven years. Seven years. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there really are statute of limitations, but to go from being on the FBI's most wanted fugitive, just like eh, she's got a kid nowadays. Just, no, they don't know. I yeah, but I'm just saying they assumed. Well, she didn't really do anything though. 
That's fucked up, though. Like, the government usually doesn't do that. Like, police and shit, they never just say, like, ah, I don't know. You win. It's like hide and seek. We quit playing. Well, really, I mean, when you listen to the cry, I mean, it was a couple bank robberies. I don't really think they deserve to be in the 16th, 17th, like, most wanted shit. Nothing else was going on back then? (laughs) That was in enough time where I was like, "Eh, have you guys checked this list recently? I want to know who else is on the list. Can we cover them? There's a whole oh. lady that stole a can of tuna fish back in 78 on this <laughs> list, Captain. I think we can clear these out. I did hear somewhere they said that they were like the fourth and fifth females on the list. I was like, damn, who are the other females that made that top fugitive list? Crazy. Where are the females that did it? Like, females get your your game up. The top two were just a couple of bank robbers. Like you Barely least, bank robbers? Yeah. You figure there would be at least a few actual murderers up there. So one of that one guy didn't snitch. They would never know her name. They would have never known. No. Like who they were looking for. Because she wasn't even in the bank ever. Well, no, they did. Uh, I, I probably missed to say this part. They did go to her apartment and they found like all the, they found like a bunch of guns, all the stuff from the armory and shit. Yeah, you forgot to say that. Yeah, you forgot to say that they they raided her residence and yeah, found yeah. tons and tons of incriminating evidence. You That's left huge. that out. That's huge. Yeah. That would so It's huge. Yeah, because up till now, like, yeah, the only thing they had on them was the old snitchalopagus. <laughs> but yeah, they raided and found out all the plans. Probably found her diary. All right, we're going to take a quick smoke break, refill our drinks, and we'll be back in a minute. Wow. Hey. 
it's almost time to run, put on your army helmets now. You're running toward the sun with all your guns, the fences down. Flashes everywhere, the lights create an atmosphere. Water in your lungs, you pray for death, but life is here. You're about to die, face it, you're about to die. Zero sand in your glass, fuck it, you can't even cry. Put a dagger to your neck, just to keep yourself in check. Put a dagger to your neck, just to keep yourself in check. Everybody grab a side as you fight to stay alive. Dancing on a hand grenade so you can die and they survive. Silver bullets in the sky, dropping seven second death. Scattering the children, run, rub until there's nothing left. Ashes in the water, sons and daughters hold their flags up high. Wallow in the harbor as the military tanks arrive. Penetrate the border with disorder like an animal. Every war has the honor of turning kings into cannibals. All right, we're back. In the mid-80s, so like around when uh, they take her off the list, she uh, settles in the city of Lebanon in Oregon's Williamette Valley, and uh, she meets a dude named Ron Duncan, and they date for years. He has two names, and both of them are dorky. <laughs> Ron Duncan. Why is Ron? Ronald. Yeah, and don't oh. even try to make a cool by Ron. Your name is Ronald. We all know it, Duncan. So, Ronald, if you're listening to this, we're sorry. I think your name's cool. <laughs> there's no so Ron would, out there yeah. listening. Yeah, there's probably definitely a Ron. I guess that well, lot I mean, of others. Oh, normal Ron is all right, but Ron Duncan. Oh, that, oh Ron okay. Duncan, I mean, that makes you a Ronald at that point. Well, or there could be some guy that's listening like, well, I mean, I'm Bill Duncan. <laughs> Billy. What about me? Well, you Billy should be Duncan. Bill Duncan. So while she was living in Oregon, she got a job. She would teach cooking lessons at the local community college. Bringing back that Betty Crocker. <laughs> she uh, was a food writer part-time, like for the Corvallis Gazette Times. Oh. And uh, she was a partial owner of a, a bakery in Eugene called the Napoli Restaurant and Bakery. It was bought with dirty money. Damn, that's crazy. I made the joke in the beginning, but for real, she was smart, went to college, fat Victorian, and yeah, just wound up in the kitchen. <laughs> At um, one point, she wasn't even a real boy. <laughs> Eventually, she got sick of living this life. What you life? Know, the best life? The life of Betty uh, Crocker. She's it over a kitchen. The life of Alice Louise Messinger. She's like, ah, I'm Catherine Powers. So oh, she's going back. So she decides she doesn't want to be like a sneaky life no more. And she tells people her and Dun Ron Duncan get married in 1992. And she tells her real story to her friends and shit. In uh, 1993, she got like a high-powered lawyer to negotiate a surrender with the authorities. She started joking, I'm coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, her negotiations were carried out through her attorney, Stephen Black, who was a public defender, and a guy named Ricky Kleiman, who was like a famous Boston lawyer. And then on September 5th, 1993, she pleaded guilty to two counts of armed robbery and manslaughter in Boston. What? Why'd she? No, she didn't do that. She wasn't even near the scene. Man, that just broke Lorraine's heart. I'm <laughs> mad at her. Very upset. She's like, she's... no. Well, she I mean, what did she do? 
What is she doing? She had her life. She's fine. She could have been Alice Duncan and shut the fuck up, but no. See, I like your fucking integrity, Lorraine, because she didn't even hear the plea deal. You have a whole sentence to say how she got off because she admitted to guilt. She obviously admitted to it for a reason, but no, Lorraine's like, fuck that, you didn't do it. Go to jail, sister. Who cares? (laughs) Fuck their plea bargain. You know you didn't do it. That's what I'm saying. I feel like she got a pretty shitty deal. Um, So at the time, her son Jamie was 14 years old. She was 44. Uh, She married Ron. So Ron adopted Jamie. And uh, (laughs) she was sentenced to 8 to 12 years in prison for the bank robbery. More than Susan? And then she got... Then she got five years and a $10,000 fine for the National Guard armory crimes. But they gave that to her that it runs concurrently or whatever. So it was at the same time. Yeah, but still, 8 to 12 years when she hung out in the car? Yeah. Right. The fuck? Or, going back to what I said, who knows? Maybe she was the planner, so. But she admitted everything? Like, they didn't even know about the armory shit, did they? Hey, like I said, I made up a fictional diary, but what if it was real? And well, but also, plans and also being a fugitive for the law for 20 years is a crime, too. Well, if anything, I mean, it was so long that they kicked her off the list. If I was her lawyers, I'd be like, evidence, you guys took her off the list because you knew it was bullshit. Yep. Court closed. Yeah, the crime is that you admitted to things when your life was fine and you should have just shut your fucking hole and kept cooking in the kitchen. Yeah, she did 8 to 12 for being dumb. Yep. She Good. just stayed as Alice. No, I'm not on her side no more. I'm mad Guilty conscious ass bitch. bitch. What the hell are you thinking? Bitch. No, that's for, like, for real. She's like, that's fucking crazy. She'd be like, Alice I Duncan. puked on myself. What are we right. talking about here? I didn't even Exhibit try. B, Susan's fucking butch ass fucking gets out in five years. That's right. bullshit. She was in there fucking crowd controlling with guns and shit. She didn't puke on her gun, did she? Did mm-hmm. she ever go run hide in the bushes? Mm-mm. I think not. Did she stay half a mile away from the crime? No, Mm-mm. she was balls deep in that shit. And now she gets five years no, I haven't seen this amount of bullshit a thousand times. Because this is the <laughs> amount of bullshit I've never seen new tax. <laughs> now with Lorraine, now I'm pissed. Yes. And she got all these cool ass fucking lawyers. Oh, look at them. Got big names. Fuck cool. you. They fucked you over. Yeah. That's nuts. Mr. Black from Philly should have been like, bitch, just, just no. Mm-mm. We're not going to do this. No, you keep your mouth shut. Just run away again. Yeah. Just stay out there. Whatever. You you cook a mean casserole. I'm sorry. What's the problem? Why don't you want to be Alice Duncan and have a fabulous life? Yeah. Be Alice, cook some casseroles, live a life. And shut the fuck up. And shut the fuck up. Goddamn. Is Ron Duncan not enough for you? So additionally, Judge Robert Banks of the Suffolk County Superior Court imposed a probation condition that Catherine Power could never profit from her crimes. Oh, see, that's why Judge Banks, huh? So a couple <laughs> of those Banks versus cousin. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, that's fucked up. So not only did they give her a bunch of like, you can never profit from the crime. Well, I mean, we already gave the money away. I cook casseroles, not really. 
making no, so any money. The, from biz- this? the business that she owns is bought with the dirty money, so that's done. No, it's probably that's... what they're saying is you can't write a book or do an interview. Yeah, or... I know what she's saying, but like okay. she wasn't trying to get famous from the shit anyway. She was hidden. So like, she that... can't make any money off this podcast. Yeah. Haha. Don't try to take a cut of our money. While she's in prison, Catherine completed her college degree in liberal studies through Boston University. And then uh, in March of 1998, she was eligible for parole for good time. But then uh, she withdrew a request when the dude's family, they uh, they protested her appeal or whatever. Like Walter's family? Yeah. She didn't kill him. She wasn't even there. They like showed up to court, like his widow and his nine kids and stuff. By then, Susan and Robert Valerie would have both have still been on the streets. For sure. Like after not been doing that long a time. Like Okay, I feel, I mean, it's Walt's family. We already went through how it's fucked up that he got shot. That's crazy. But are they fucking stupid? <laughs> right? Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, uh, they had to have known the situation. At this point, we're in the 90s and stuff. So they had to have known the situation that who really killed him, that she was in the getaway car like a mile away. To be protesting her while Susan did five years and walked away and the other dude, like, that's fucking nuts. I'm mad at the system. I'm mad at the family. (laughs) I'm mad at them all. So on October 2nd, 1999, she was released from prison in Massachusetts and placed on 14 years probation. 14 years? 14 years probation, yeah. I never even heard of that, ever in my life. And she hears of all parole situations. I've heard it a thousand times. (laughs) No, you haven't, clearly. You've never heard of this amount. Oh. But no, that's... Well, I mean, it is both, like, 14 years of probation, but at the same time, she did, like, years and years, like, that along of... Of self-imposed probation. (laughs) Yeah. She did it to herself. All this is for nothing. For fucking Stanley Bond, because she thought he was fucking cute. They're on a fucking just released from prison program. I don't get why after you have a kid, you're like, I think I'm going to turn myself in. It would be fucked up if she thought, oh, you know what? I bet you enough time has passed. I can go back to being Kate again. Then I could write a tell-all book. Then I could make some money. And then the second the judge was like, you can't make money off this. She's like, oh, well, then I'm not her. I lied. (laughs) I was fooling y'all. Those was jokes. Yeah, right. She's even willing to do the time. Like, that's all going to be part of the story, man. I'm going to do this Oprah. I'm going to live this life. I'll make a casserole on Oprah and shit, and we'll sit down. It'll be amazing. (laughs) I wonder if that's really what she thought. (laughs) Yeah, that that would be fucked up. And just in that moment, she knew she had fucked up. (laughs) So 50 years old at the time of release, she went back to Oregon with her family. (laughs) She went to Oregon State University in Corrales when she got her master's degree in interdisciplinary studies with a focus on writing, philosophy, and ethics. And she teaches freshman composition at the school or whatever. In 2001, she graduated with her master's degree. And in 2001, she represented the Oregon State Philosophy Department in a biotech lecture series. She is still alive. She's 74 Ooh. years old. What? And, Can we uh, call her and ask her what the Ask her for an interview. Hey, Catherine. What's up, man? Well, it's funny you say that, Lorraine. Joining the Zoom right <laughs> now. 
What up, She's Alice like, Duncan? <laughs> I really can't talk about any of that, but if you guys want to talk about philosophy. I'm like, no, we ain't making no money off yeah. of this, so go ahead. Tell us. <laughs> Since 2008, she's been working for Cambridge Cares About AIDS in the Boston area. So it's a Wait, foundation. What was the name of that? Cambridge Cares About AIDS. That's a stupid name. Yeah. Uh, I like to see Cambridge doesn't give a fuck about <laughs> Like I just don't get that. And that's pretty much it. Now she's just an old lady. Uh, Ron Duncan passed away. Oh, so no. she's single, fellas. He wasn't the father. <laughs> Wait, can we find out who Jamie's dad is? 23andMe. Do that podcast, too. What was William Gildy shooting at? Who's Jamie's dad? <laughs> Questions need answers and this were you, season. Were you and Susan a lesbian? Mm-hmm. We need to know all this. So that's the story of Catherine Ann Powers. So say goodnight to the bad guy. Go on. The last time you're going to see a bad guy like this again, let me tell you. Good girl gone bad. Good girl gone. <laughs> eh. Hanging out with bad people. <laughs> I don't know. This is almost like the 1960s version of the movie Swingers or uh, Spring Break. Like they just college girls went out there and then they're just like, Yeah, let's start robbing things and just got crazy. Wait a minute. Some some middle-aged women were like, Yeah, college was crazy. I made out with my friends co tie. We used to party and get drunk. I once stole my friend's car to donuts in a parking lot. Oh, I was bad. This was like, Yeah, college, I joined the Black Panthers, robbed banks, but <laughs> then the one dude killed the cops and so we're like, All right, game off. Other guy snitched on me, so I had to hide and be Alice. But you robbed uh, the the armory and the army. So <laughs> I was a lesbian for a couple of years, but then I had Jamie. <laughs> I like to think she did. Yeah, college was a little weird. Yeah, <laughs> but you know we all do things. <laughs> they gave me a free T-shirt. <laughs> but no, I like to think they were sitting down at dinner one time and they were just playing game like. Tell us something we don't know about you, Mom. He's like, well, <laughs> let me tell you a little story about Susan Sachs. So we don't have any emails, but we got a lot of people hitting us up on the social media since we started releasing episodes. So um, so like I said earlier, David Breakspear, as soon as we put out episodes, like David Breakspear's right yeah. there and like uh promoting our stuff and nice. uh posting it and like notice and that that was what's cool is when you put it out when people f- have found it you know even before we had to reach out to him and uh sean james on x what the fuck is x get out of my face that's, that's where we <laughs> talked to sean james at hey sean wait do i remember him uh, he's from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, you're asking if you remember. Him. You answered. <laughs> oh, it's it's actually going to be a common theme today. Sean James, he's from New Jersey, and he takes like the train into yeah, and he work, listens to us so on he the train. Listens to us on the train. So. I do remember Sean. He takes the midnight train again, and he. Man, I don't know the rest of it. There's so only one only line. One line, and I don't even think I got that one line right. Yeah, but. He's always hitting us up and shit, and that's fucking cool. Um, up, Sean? And then uh, Chaz. Palmentary? In, in Canada, Ma- Manitoba. Hey! 
but yeah, they found our episodes as soon as we dropped them and good to have listeners. But we got hit up by a new listener that just found us. His name Eli. On, Welcome uh, to the show, Eli. Like your Instagram. book, bro. Wait, Eli. Eli on Instagram? Yeah. And uh, so he just found us the exact same thing we were just talking about with Sean James. He, so he's in the Pacific Northwest. He lives in Oregon. Oh, no. his real name's Jamie. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, he's from, he's originally from Cali and now he's in the, said PNW and I don't know, I didn't know what the fuck that meant so I had to look it up. It's the Pacific Northwest or whatever. Oh, I see. But uh, it's the exact same situation. He got a new job where he now has to travel $90 or $90. He's <laughs> got to travel 90 minutes to work to and fro oh, no. every day and shit. And uh, it's a good gig, you know, and look, some cities you just take the train in, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're not used to it, but that's what you do somewhere. And uh, when he did it, his wife showed him how podcasts work. You and, thanks wife. Yeah. So she was <laughs> like, here, try this, find some podcasts. And she just told him how it works. He doesn't really listen to anybody. And he started looking for podcasts and he found ours. He probably was searching, say hello to podcasts. You friend, <laughs> and this one popped up. He's like, ah, that's close. Well, I'm glad you found us, Eli. Yeah, but fuck yeah, fucking the train, man. The commuters were big with them, but no, I think that's cool. Fucking the train. <laughs> he, uh, you know, fucking trains, dude. Fucking <laughs> hell yeah, commutes, shit. Yeah, train. Fuck. Say, say, you gotta travel ninety dollars. Travel words and shit. <laughs> travel ninety dollars. <laughs> Eli Shaw trains. What's up? He's no historian. <laughs> I'm no transportorian. <laughs> but yeah, um, but he also gave he gave me uh, some recommendations for some what people we're gonna, we're gonna cover. <laughs> so, well, I ain't gonna tell you because we're probably oh, it, because I'll look it up and then I'll know. Because you cut him off before he has a chance to tell you. <laughs> well, right, I mean, you, you might be on that episode. Right? I will. I will be. You don't know. I will. I'll Not heal. with that attitude. <laughs> Not with that attitude. Word. But yeah, so everybody hit us up and uh, tell a friend, obviously. Um, or if you... Tell your wife, tell your kids. Uh, <laughs> tell everybody. If you have an iPhone, go to whoop, iTunes whoop. and leave us a, a five-star review. We prefer a review, but at least leave us five stars. If you don't want to leave a review, that's fine. We'll settle for five stars. We prefer a five star review. And on Spotify, you can give a five, you can give a review, or you can give a rating, but you can't give a review. So, if you are worried about what to write as a review, just be like, Lorraine McLean is so awesome and funny. I'm pretty beautiful too, but you haven't seen me. All right. I, I got another. I was waiting to see how this is going. You guys feel free to write anything you want. Just put nipples out. Woo! Suns out, nips out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I, I don't want to wait for podcasts <laughs> to be over. So before we go, you guys got anything? I missed it here and I love it and I don't ever want to stop recording. Can't stop, won't stop. Eh, 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 eh. Okay. No, nope, that go. was a, another <laughs> cool tale. Good to be back to saying hello to some bad hombres. Some pretty polite, smart ladies. 
Say hello to Vela Victorians. Listen, she might be rules. she might be a high achieving academic that made a couple bad decisions, but today she's a fucking bad guy. She was so close to saying abracadabra. <laughs> she's a dummy at 44. Oh. All right. Let's just say hello to the bad guy. Thanks for coming and thanks for listening. Love y'all. To the bad guy, the good guy coming last place. Smell that dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy, the good guy coming last place. Smell the dope when I pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. We was down bad, my mama had to be dead. Spent my birthdays in the trap. We had to work with what we had. She been working on the raise while trying to raise me like a man. Plus my daddy in the box and all my cousins in the cam. And, and I don't need a hundred friends. I just want a hundred bands, a hundred jugs, a hundred scams. Ay, ay. So I don't money grabbed a hundred hams. So I don't money grabbed a bunch of bands. And I ain't wanna fall victim to that system or the pistols. Fuck a judge with a grudge. I'm blowing crud for my mental life. Ay, and I still keep it on me, run into your big homie for you meet your dead homie. Ay, yeah. Say hello to the bad guy, bad guy. the good guy coming last place. place. Smell that dope when I pass by. Pass by. I let my money at a fast pace. Say hello to the bad guy. And her ass fake And she in love with the bad guy But bad bitches never act right She act up into that bag fly I did a turn around at one night Say hello to the bad guy The good guy coming last place Smell that dope when I pass by I let my money at a fast pace Say hello to the bad guy Smell the dope when I pass by